0: You are Locked On Indians, your daily Cleveland Indians podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Indians. I am recording to you from my new space in my new house, so uh, let me know how it sounds. This is Jeff Ellis. I hope you've had a good weekend. It's been a strong weekend by the Indians. Talk about two pieces of news that occurred since we last recorded. We'll go over the three games that also occurred. And in general, we're just going to go through and uh, talk about the Indians and uh, what's gone on like we do on every single one of these podcasts. Tomorrow, I will be recording with uh, Sean Sears from Locked On Cubs. We're going to have a dual podcast there, so that is something to look forward to. With time permitting, we also try to get a quick Cubs uh, preview going on today's podcast. So let's talk about the two pieces of news. First, that Ty Van Berklo opted out of the season. Uh, he had been on the fence, it sounded like, and because he is out, Alex Eckelman joins the staff. He's going to work with Victor Rodriguez and Justin Toole as the Indians' uh, hitting coaches. I always find that funny. Like Justin tools has, has moved very quickly through the coaching ranks of the Indians. So like as a hitting coach, that was not one of his strengths when he was a minor leaguer, but sometimes... The ability doesn't match the skill, and Tool's ability as a coach is uh, beyond doubt, which is, again, shown by how quickly he's moved through the uh, the Indian system. Uh, It's hard to say how much a hitting coach really matters. It's one of those positions that I don't feel like we really know for sure uh, how much impact it has. Uh, Yes, they've struggled horribly this year, but uh, MLB trade rumors had a great fact that they're sixth in the majors in runs and ninth in WRC plus during that time. It's another change for a team that is already down, one of its names with uh, Terry Francona, who knows when he'll be back. So it's it's pretty significant to lose another one of those long-term coaches. Brad Mills is out as well. So that's three uh, very stable pieces of the Indians that are currently not there. And the other being the... To move on to the other piece of news, probably in some uh, ways the bigger piece. Zach, please, Zach. Uh, he has been fantastic. We'll get to his start uh, over the weekend in a bit here. Uh, really has taken another step. Um, one of those guys, 11th round pick, maybe a 12th round pick out of Ball State. Um, I always remember seeing him play in college as an outfielder. Eric Lauer was pitching, it was a Saturday game. And that whole year, of the talk was you know, leading up to that year, I should say, Lauer and Pleissack, and and these being the two big guys. Pleissack got hurt, and that really tanked his talk. Uh, Keegan Aiken, who just uh, debuted with the Orioles, I believe, was also one of the top pitchers in the conference that year. So Mac has three starters in the bigs right now from that class, which is kind of amazing when you just look at in the Mac's overall history uh, in terms of baseball, but plisak's injury they figured some things worked with him coached him up and the leap this year has been fun to see it reminds me a little bit of mike clevenger where um they took a guy really coached him up and then just kept working with him one of the biggest things you see with plisak is he's missing more bats but he's also rarely walking anyone and that improvement there is huge we talked about that with clevenger that was really the uh separator between him being a good pitcher and him becoming a great pitcher now let's talk about what he did what he did was dumb he went out with three friends on for a night in the town Chicago in a time where you know the Cardinals still aren't playing and aren't going to play their three game series against the Pirates uh the Marlins miss significant amount of time and are relying on fourth stringers basically two teams completely decimated by covid and that could I and mean, the cardinals may not make the postseason a team that made the postseason last year may not make it this year because they're going to be short players for a while there's going to be a uh, negative impact and please yeah it, everyone wants to see their buddies everyone wants to feel uh, everyone especially a young athlete is going to feel you know completely safe but he screwed his teammates. Like, there's no other way around it. Uh, going out and exposing yourself in that way then exposes everyone else around you. It's extremely short sighted. Uh, it makes him look really immature. It's not a good look. Um, there's better ways to hang out with one's friends. And, please act with his emergence this year is just cruddy to see. Uh, you didn't want the negative publicity, it makes him look like a knucklehead. Uh, especially because of everything that is going on with the Cardinals and the Marlins and the Cardinals uh, being a team that is still not playing. Uh, all it took was police act to run into one person, um, people to not find out until he was already contagious, and then you'd have multiple teammates uh, with injury. So it's the Indians are making the right step, sending him away until it's proven that he is not sick. Uh, you just can't take that risk. So let's start diving into this series against the White Sox. Friday night's game, I talked about, uh, you know, the Indians got into Cease. I thought this was a good matchup for them. And, you know, Cease struck out four, allowing two hits, five walks. Still, I mean, the, the two hits is the big deal here, but five walks and five innings, not great for him. And then that strong pen, the three guys that have been so good for the White Sox this year. Bummer, Marshall and Cologne shut it down. Indian side of things... You know, uh, Saval, that's not how you say his name. Good old AC, seven innings, five hits, wonder and run, one walk, five strikeouts. He allowed six base runners. Uh, Cease allowed uh, seven. So Cease actually had more base runners, but because of the way this... And Cease also had a hit by pitch, so he actually had eight base runners, so two more. But... You know, the one hit was a home run, and that's all it takes. That's all it took in this one. Uh, Wekren also let a run go across, but kind of didn't matter in the end. I mean, 2-0. The Indians' offense was pretty stagnant. Uh, it was nice to see Franmo Reyes, after his big game, come back and have another multi-hit game, and we'll see that this was a great weekend for Franmo. Two hits and a walk in that one. Uh, Santana, one hit, two walks, and then basically the rest of the lineup was just awful. Uh, I said the Indians reached base eight times Those two players combined for six of their eight uh, Times reaching base Oh, no, That's not true They reached base. It was against uh, Cease where they reached base eight times They reached base a total of 14 times th- no, That's not right uh, 12 times, 13 times With the hit by pitch But of those 13 times Half of it was just Reyes and Santana um, Not a lot from the rest of the lineup in that one Good pitching, bad hitting, uh, very much almost a microcosm for this season, but uh, you know, it gets a lot better from there. So stay tuned for that. Our fantastic sponsor today, bringing you this great show for free is CBDMD. We've talked about them before. They have been our sponsor before. They bring you fantastic uh, CBD based products and when you use the promo code Lockdown MLB, again, that's really important to us because it specifically shows the reach of the MLB network. You're going to go there and you get 25% off your order. Last time I went to their site, they had free shipping. And it's not just for you. They have things for your pet. They have all sorts of products. You can go and see what could fit for you, what might benefit you. Or, you know, if you're someone who already uses these products, you know what works for you. Here's a chance to get 25% off right now. On a product to help you so go to cbdmd.com i just have to space out those words so i don't get them in the wrong order cbdmd.com and use the promo code lockdown mlb percent off your order that's one of the biggest discounts any of our sponsors have given okay let's uh let's keep talking about baseball i i do appreciate as i was looking at scores from friday I had missed the Tigers versus Pirates, which 17 to 13 game. But what really made me giggle with that is the fact that it was in 11 innings. How many times do you see a game that is football scores that went to extra innings? That is that's just crazy to see. I, I appreciated seeing that. But let's go into the Zach Zach, please, Zach game. I will call it. For as much as he was a bonehead after his win, man. What a performance by him in this one. What a continued performance for him this year. Uh, Just what an emergence. Six innings, five hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. I believe that was just his second walk all year. um, As I was watching the game, I believe that was the stat that came up. Simber comes in and is effective. Cam Hill has some struggles uh, in his. Gives up a home run to uh, Mankata. Phil comes in, and Mayton all of a sudden is getting to appear in a lot more games. Uh, we'll talk about him more in a bit. Uh, man, for the White Sox. We talked about, I thought they would win this one going away. Ross Detweiler is supposed to be the starter. Uh, you had Foster, and then Dee Anderson, and Hamilton, and Bird. It was just bullpen. It was a bullpen start. And Anderson in particular just got leveled in this one. The Indians basically had one inning, and that was the fourth. Both teams scored one run in the eighth, but the Indians got six in the fourth. They batted around. Uh, it was home run city. Fran Reyes had a home run in the fourth. Jordan Luplow had a home run in the fourth. Um, I guess it wasn't home run city because the Domingo Santana home run came in the eighth. But still, for Fran it's the second home run of the year. That was Jordan Loplo's first hit. Uh... A bit of a surprise, because I believe that Anderson was not a lefty for as much as we talked about how uh, Loplo should not play against righties. Drew Anderson was a righty. Uh, he managed to break out there, but you know, on the whole for that game, I mean, it's a fine line. Uh, one hit, one walk, and that hits a home run. That works. Uh, the only other extra base hit was a Frank Lindor double. Uh, Lindor had two hits in the game. Another multi-hit game by Franmil Domingo Santana with multi-hit game. Delano De Shields with a multi-hit game. Big offensive explosion. Not much more you can say. You know Franmil, two multi-hit games in a row. It's awesome. It's what the lineup needs. And Zach Plesac has been arguably the Indians' best pitcher in the going early going, and that may not even be an arguable point. He. Uh, after you know, Beaver had another kind of a little bit of an uneven performance on Sunday. So I think very safely, you can say that so far, I'm not saying that Pleaseak is their best, p- best pitcher. I'm just saying so far this year, he has been their top performer. Sunday's game is the reason why I'm recording this late because we had a nice big delay in the middle of it. <laughs> wanted to actually wait till it was done. But uh, the Indians pull it out on national TV. They, uh, they get... Uh, another win, they win the series They're now 10-7 uh, and seven on the year uh, Phil Matten picked up the win, we talked about that uh, Another another chance for him to come in, he pitched well again Let's get into it uh, Fran Mil Reyes, we were talking about his performance over the week One for four, two strikeouts, he does get an RBI And this one for the Indians, Carlos Santana, one hit, three walks uh, I, I'm wondering if he is going to end up with more walks than hits this year It's, it's a legit possibility It's going to be something interesting to uh, to follow and track uh, Freeman was the big performer in this one 2 for 5 uh, I, You also had Cesar Hernandez who was 2 for 5 in this Talked about Santana reaching base 4 times uh, Freeman had a double, Cesar Hernandez with two doubles, Fran Mel Reyes is one hit, and this one was a double. The Indians are able to, uh, they fall behind, and then they jump ahead in the third, they fall behind in the sixth, they tie it up in the eighth, it goes to extra innings, and they're lucky because in the tenth, the White Sox get one across and they get two across, and that's enough for them to win it. Uh, the bullpen, yeah, Shane Bieber, let's not even go to the bullpen when we're saying, let's start with Shane Bieber. Six innings, eight strikeouts, four hits, three earned runs, two home runs in this one. And that's, that has been his Achilles heel the last two years, is the long ball. Uh, He is prone to that. And that has continued to be an issue this year. Uh, I also feel like I have to comment that Zimmer got hit by a pitch in this game and in Friday's game. So uh, he's, I don't know if he's the guy I want leaning in with this as much as he gets hurt. The bullpen did a you know a steady job in this. You look at Karen Chalk, another uh, inning where he comes in and strikes out the side. Wet comes in and performs. talked about Maiton picking up the win. Uh, Brad Hand got a hold, uh, not his strongest performance. He came in a walk he recorded one out, had a walk and a hit. Uh, because of the runner already being on base uh, the, the scored run does not count against him It's an unearned run And when they are ready to resume Oliver Perez came in and got the save I still am worried about the, the closer situation for this team Talked about how great Evan Marshall's been this year And he is the one who, uh, who gets the blown save For the White Sox in this one By giving up that run in the 8th You'll take two out of three every week Solid series The Indians upcoming two-gamer with the Cubs John Lester versus Mike Clevenger And Kyle Hendricks versus Carlos Carrasco So far this year uh, Who are the Cubs missing? Not much uh, Jose Quintana Who's been kind of a disappointing addition for them Is really the only player I think of note When you look at that uh, Kyle Hendricks has been awesome in the early going John Lester's been solid even like Alec Mills, who to me is a reliever type and is starting for them. Or Tyler Chatwood has been good. Hugh Darvish has been good. There's a reason why this team is 10-3 and three and they're early going. Everyone's been pretty good. Uh, offensively, you know, some ups and downs. Uh, Chris Bryant did not play Sunday or Saturday uh, of last week. So this has not been updated with uh, illness. And going just down through the list Baez and Rizzo have really been their Main contributors They have uh, a lot of homegrown talent And then a lot of talent from other sources As well Uh, Victor Carantini is starting a catcher I'm sorry, starting a DH He is a catcher uh, For this team That is there. I always like to go look at Who is their DH Nico Horner was a recent first rounder Ian Happ was a first round pick Kyle Schwarber Javier Baez, Chris Bryant. It's a team that's been built off of its first round picks. So let's just do the quick comparison. Right now, Jose Ramirez versus Chris Bryant, Advantage Indians. That puts them up one nothing. Anthony Rizzo versus Carlos Santana. Advantage Cubs. Javier Baez versus Francisco Lindor. I think you would say Advantage Indians. Kyle Schwarber is overrated, but still compared to what the Indians are running out in left field. Advantage Cubs. Uh catcher clear advantage Cubs right now Contreras versus whatever the Indians roll out right field Jason Hayward um man it's almost tempting to say advantage Indians uh there you know right now the Cubs have a a one-point lead I think we're just going to say a push because Hayward isn't good and what the Indians are doing in right field is not great either. Uh, Victor Carantini at DH versus Franmo Reyes. Reyes is heating up, and I think overall you'd rather have Reyes. So you're pretty even. Second base, Nico Horner is not playing particularly well. And uh, Cesar Hernandez is playing very well, so advantage Indians. Ian Happ is playing really well in center field. Mercado is not advantage Cubs. So 4-4-1, pretty even there. Uh, in terms of the pitching staff, we talked about their rotation is playing... Uh, Really well, and so is the Indians. Overall starting pitching, uh, you know, can Cleveland claim an advantage here? Most weeks we would say, yeah, sure, but the Cubs are playing so well that it's hard to say. I I think it's still probably advantage Indians. If you want to go look at Fangraph's listing right now, uh, in terms of overall power rank of pitchers, Bieber, two. Klesak, 6. Saval, 11. Carrasco, 10. Clevenger is your low man at 84. So advantage Indians there. And then bullpen, which we just kind of look at as a whole composite. Uh, Cubs' pen is odd. You know, they got Craig Kimbrell in there, who they paid a lot of money to. Dwayne Underwood was a relatively high pick, I want to say. Jeremy Jeffress has been up and down throughout his career. Kyle Ryan recently got a save for them Uh, Their pen seems to be about as slapdash as the Indians Uh, I'm tempted to say advantage Indians Because the Indians pen has actually been good And I never thought I would say that this year That the Indians would have a pen advantage But I think they do So my overall feeling is the Indians do have a slight advantage in this series But in terms of matchups Going into this one Uh In both games, you kind of give the advantage to the Cubs in the starting pitching matchup. See, you're hoping for, I think, a 1-1 to split in these games, but there is a chance for a 2-0 go. Uh, It doesn't line up perfectly for the Indians. Uh, Clevenger has been inconsistent, and in the other matchup, Kyle Hendricks is really good. We'll see if Carlos Carrasco can keep his recent uh, play going. Man, looking at the Cubs minor league. So this is a team that does not have much wiggle room in the future, does not have a lot of ways to improve their team. So uh they're just going to have to keep plugging away and just trying players left and right, because that is what they're doing. This is a slapdash bullpen, and that's why the Indians have the advantage. I want to thank you all for listening. Another week in the books. Numbers are still going up, up, up. And that is all thanks to an awesome audience like you who, uh, you know, tells friends, gets other people to listen, and are always – you know, great with the listener mail. Great with the positive feedback. Thank you all very much. I'm going to write notes myself. I still have to get the specific name for a thank you for the most recent Google review if you, or iTunes review. Um, if you wrote that, I apologize. I still haven't done that yet. Monday shows are always a little bit uh, unorganized. And to be honest, uh, like I said, brand new space just fully moved into the new home today. So it's been a hectic, hectic day in general. As always... Thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart. I've been Jeff Ellis. You can find me on Twitter at JeffMLBDraft. And go Tribe.